0: Welcome everyone. It is Friday the 19th of February 2021. I'm here with Rianne from Alberton, Bernard from Kimberley and Neil from Cape town Today we are going to talk about the different elements found in ICT's Unit 3 which helped us create our first podcast. My name is Tharshini and I'm from Randburg. I will be talking about the instructions, layout, color, font, and images used in Unit 3. The instructions in Unit 3 were bulleted and therefore easy to read, very detailed, which helped to limit confusion and mistakes, and was placed above the criteria and focus sections of the tasks and assignments emphasizing its importance. Practice tasks are made available before assignments and are created in such a way that it is easy to follow, follows a logical sequence and leads up to assignments. The font used for each task is plain and simple, making it very easy to read, and is black, making it very easy to see. There are only icons used for each task, no images. There are, however, videos used explaining what needs to be done for each task or assignment. This helps simplify each. I will now hand over to my good friend, Rian, who will talk about the tone of the instructions in unit three.
1: Thanks, Doshni. So, according to LiteraryDevices.net, the tone of a writing is an attitude towards the audience from the author. So, to dissect the tone of Unit 3, we need to look at the circumstances regarding the instructions. This is definitely not a situation where we are getting instructions from a friend. We are students at an online university, and therefore one would expect a more formal tone. Unlike other units, there are no voice notes or videos in this section, which means reading words of a screen comes with its own challenges. There's no intonation or voice clues given to indicate the intention of the words. An example of this is in Activity 3.1, where instructions are given in clear, formal, academic way, and it's set in bold, exactly what you would expect. However, after that, there is an opportunity for words to be misconstrued, very simple, just read the text, can come across as condescending to those who understood the instructions and demotivating to a student who is struggling. Who are we to decide what is simple or not? Furthermore, in activity 3.1, the instructions start getting waffly from that point on. In the context of discussing tone for this activity, I think clear instructions without room for misinterpretation
2: would have served the activity better. Over to you, Bernard. Hi, and thank you to Rian for introducing me. And let's jump right into it. Something that always gets to me as a keen podcast listener is the clear distinction between well-prepared hosts or speakers and those who merely showed up and winged it for the duration of their recording. In other words, it's fairly easy for the listener to hear when someone is ready and organized for the topic of discussion. So, how can we ensure exceptional quality for each recording made for a podcast? Well, according to me, there are a few key aspects to remember and follow to succeed in delivering a high-grade podcast. Firstly, as the host, you ought to have a clear indication or idea of what the listeners expect from your podcast. Likely, you gathered this from various streams of feedback. Their expectation should form the base for each topic chosen and delivered. Secondly, I'd argue that you should focus on delivering quality content. That means you will have to put in the hours to research each topic beforehand or at the very least invite an expert to share their knowledge and experience with the listeners. The quality of your podcast will also be partly determined by your sound editing skills, and the sound clarity of your recordings. Lastly, depending on the topic of discussion, keep the conversation enjoyable to listen to. Well, that's it from my side. Up next, we will have Neil, who will be talking about podcasts in the context of a class.
3: Podcasting is a significant resource which teachers can use to teach and learn a language. It is an alternative method of learning, which can help to improve your listening skills. Using podcasts in the classroom is an interesting way to really lighten up your lessons. Once you have found a podcast episode that correlates with your lesson, you have two options for listening. Listen as a group in your class. Or ask students to listen individually on their smartphones or tablets with their headphones. Unlike older strategies, podcasting gives way to new ideas like guest lectures, interviews, and video demonstrations. This will encourage learners to develop their own podcasts improve their listening skills, and enhances learning by targeting each child's interest. Assign students to create podcasts that demonstrate their learning of a specific subject. Their podcast should then be available for other students to download so that the students become the teachers.